In the beginning was the world. I see. You think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, huh? He's just You think Jesus was some kind of a sissy, eh? Jesus had guts. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. Today we're speaking with young US singer-songwriter Holly Starr. Now, Holly is a great name to have uh, if uh, it's Christmas because, you know, everyone loves Holly and people love carols and joy and all sorts of Christmas names. Holly is a great Christmas name. We've got her on the line right now. Uh, Holly Starr, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Now, have you chatted to many Aussies before? Do you understand my accent okay? I'm trying. It sounds pretty good, though. <laughs> you obviously haven't been down, you down under to... <laughs> you haven't been to Australia yet? No, I haven't. I hope to someday, though. Well, we have this big thing called Easter Fest uh, every Easter, funnily enough, <laughs> and we have a whole bunch of US <laughs> artists come down under and, and perform, so we'll have to get you down for Easter Fest sometime, hey? I would love that. That would be fantastic. <laughs> now, for those who haven't heard much about Holly Star before, tell us whereabouts were you born and what was your upbringing like? Well, I was born in a small town in Washington State, uh, the northwest of the United States. Um, my dad is a farmer, so he grows, he grows like sweet corn and onions. And so I grew up in a small town just working on the farm. Um, I went to Christian school. Uh, it was a really small school, about 100 kids from preschool through 12th grade um, until the end of my sixth grade year. Um, and then the junior high and high school years, I went to public school. Um, but yeah, I just lived in a small town, I was really involved in sports, and um, then it was pretty involved in my youth band at church, which is where the whole music thing kind of started. Okay, so I understand you're in your church youth band and you put a few songs up on MySpace. Do you remember MySpace back in the day? <laughs> yeah, barely, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> And uh, you had a uh, artist slash producer named Brandon B, who we play some of his music here, actually. Uh, he, uh, he discovered you and contacted you, and you were really sceptical. You thought it was a scam. Yeah, at first I was like, what? What is this guy? Who, what's going on? Because, you know, I, live in a, I lived in a really small town, and there was no music industry where I was from, and so I get this random message from some guy in the Seattle area, and, you know, it was Brandon, and I didn't know him from anybody at that time, so I was just like, yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> but we ended up knowing somebody who knew who he was, and so that's how I found out that he was legitimate. Um, it was just—it was crazy how the whole thing came together. Ah, okay. And then by the time you turned nineteen, you released the well-received album Tapestry. Tell us about how that album came about. Yeah, Tapestry. Um, it, it was a great project. I'm really, really proud of it. Um, my first album, obviously, Brandon produced that after we connected, um, and then Brandon introduced me to some people in the industry, which led me to Nashville. Um, and then when I was in Nashville doing some songwriting sessions, um, I met uh, a producer there whose name is Rusty Varenkamp, and he's the one who produced Tapestry. Um, and then from from that record, um, I just got more, way more plugged into um, Christian music scene because there's just a lot more music, Christian music stuff going on in Nashville than in um, Washington, where I'm from. And so uh, it, was just, it was a great project. I had a lot of fun on it. It was definitely a project that was me... Um, I went through a season of just God revealing his character to me in a really powerful way. Um, and so those songs were just me coming before God saying, Lord, like, you're so awesome. And I just, I'm so amazed at, at how much you love me with who I am and how much I sin and all my struggles and all that. 
Um, so it was it was a really fun project to work on. And I understand around that time you started playing in some of the biggest Christian festivals in Christian music, and then you also opened for yeah. Leanne Rhymes. Now we all know Leanne Rhymes from you know the song Blue and you know all her big songs over the years. What was it like opening for Leanne? Oh my goodness, that experience was one I will never forget. Um, I actually had the opportunity to do that before um, my album Tapestry was released. It was like right after Brand- the, re- the record that Brandon did was released actually in 2009, January. Um, and that was just like, it was a very foundational experience for me as an artist. Um, I felt like God gave me that to begin to teach me what His grace is like in a tangible way. <laughs> You know, where it's like, hey, I'm going to do through you things bigger than you can imagine. Um, and so, and I was just so scared and, like, nervous to do this, obviously, because I'd, I'd never, my biggest audience before opening for her was 500, but it wasn't my audience. I was singing with somebody else. And so to go from 500 to 5,000 was, like, a huge huge change for me. And so it was just, like, me um, starting to realize that, wow, God, like, have these, these dreams that seem so big, but to you, like, they're just a little tiny piece of a bigger dream that you're you're going to do in my life. And so it was just a very, very um, humbling experience and really, really fun. Well, it sounds like doors really opened for you uh, in, in that stage of your life. And uh, I understand you played at some of the biggest Christian festivals. I was just saying, you know, is there uh, some artists that kind of mentored you or you really connected with that, that helped you out at such a young age? Um, growing up, I really enjoyed, just from a listening standpoint, I, I never really was able to meet artists because I was from such a small town. Um, but uh, growing up, I was really influenced by uh, Nicole C. Mullen when she came out. I was like, or when she came out with her My Redeemer Lives song, I was about in fifth grade or something, and I just loved it. And um, so I just, I, I took in everything that she released, all of her music, and just her, her spirit is just, so joyful and I loved that but then as I got older um, I listened to Chris Tomlin a lot as I started to lead worship at my church and um, it was when I was about 14 years old I saw Chris Tomlin lead worship one time and it was like the most powerful experience it was just, I had an encounter with God I was watching him lead worship and it just that was a, a very defining moment for me as a musician as a uh, musicianary I guess where I felt like God was really calling me to really hone in on, on my writing and write more songs and stuff like that. Um, so Chris Tomlin, and then as I got more into high school, I listened a lot to, like, Sean McDonald and Bebo Norman, um, those uh, acoustic artists like that. I just, I really love um, Sean, how real he is as a, as a writer. He's just, you know, he says it how, he's, how it is, and, and he's not afraid to share his testimony, and I, that's always been really powerful to me. We had the chance of uh, interviewing uh, Sean McDonald at Easterfest uh, a couple of years ago. You know, he's based in uh, Seattle, and um, what an amazing testimony he's got. And you can really hear the passion coming out in his songwriting and his uh, his music as well. Uh, certainly a, a couple of great artists there that you, you love listening to. And, and what about recently? Have you been touring with any other artists that we, we would have heard of? Uh, recently I've been doing a lot of touring on my own. Um, I, we do all my, I do all my own booking, and so we, we tour a lot just for myself. But I did just do a show with some friends of mine um, called the Oswald Brothers. They're a band out of um, Atlanta. They're newer and upcoming, so that was kind of fun. Um, and let's see, I did do a tour with Sean McDonald in April of 2011, 
in oh, the cool. northwest of the U.S. So that was that was really cool for me too because it was like, oh my gosh, one of my favorite artists is asking me to go with him. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then you know, just the festivals. You know, you're there with the other artists. Yeah. Now, one of your songs that uh, we love to play is a song called Let Go. Tell us about how that song came about. Well, that song is kind of a funny one because I started writing it um, just out of the perspective of one of the things that I really struggle with a lot um, is trust, trusting God and trusting anybody. <laughs> um, I, since I was really young, uh, my, my favorite Bible verse has always been Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. and says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Um, my second grade teacher at the Christian school I went to gave me that verse, and um, I put it on my wall, and it stayed there for years, and I, and I didn't know why until God started to reveal to me that that was something that I was going to need to remember many times throughout my life. Um, and so I wrote Let Go, just, um, just wanting, I just wanted a song that said, God, I'm... I'm trusting you no matter what's going on around me. Like, I need to trust you, and I, and I, I feel like you're teaching me that more and more as I get older. Um, and so it was kind of, it, but it became more ironic as the season came, because I wrote the song, and then it went through, like, three or four uh, revisions before we actually, like, finished it. Um, and in the, in the middle of those, um, those changes um, and the revisions, I had a lot of things go on in my personal life where... God was stripping me of people that I loved and um, and making me go through seasons of truly letting go of things that, that have had been so um, held dear to my heart for a long time. Um, so the song became a, became a lot more to me as I was writing it um, and revising it as I was going through those situations. So I let go is definitely one of my favorite songs on the record just because it was very real as I was writing it and revising it and even still to this day the song that I can sing and, and really say, God, like I'm learning how to let go. Please keep keep me focused on you and trusting trusting you in the midst of all this chaos. Now you're obviously very busy, you know, touring around and releasing albums and, you know, travelling on the road all the time. And um, what, what do you do for your time with God? Do you have like a set uh, daily devotional or journaling that you do? What, what do you do to connect with God on a daily basis? Yeah, um, I love journaling. That's something that I've done since I was young. So I, I keep a prayer journal. Um, like I, I don't do it every single day, but I, I keep one so that I can I can go to it whenever I need to write. I love to write, so I do that. Um, but then also, I'm just really super passionate about um, staying in the Word of God. You know, every single day, whether whether it's an amazing experience reading or if it's not like either way I feel like God has challenged me personally to to picture um studying the word of God as just as this is um like the correlation between like drinking water you know like you need water to to live every day and just in the same way you need the word of God like man does not live on bread alone but by every word of God and so I try to keep the mindset of you know what God like I'm coming here to hang out with you because I know this is you. This is a book of words, but I'm I'm going to come in and hang with you, um, and I'm going to partake of 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 your words, you know. And so um, I, I just love to wake up in the morning. The first thing I do is read some scripture, and then right before I fall asleep, read some more. So that's definitely been something that I've I've kind of tried to keep that habit going, regardless of what what the day looks like, or regardless of how late or early I'm up. 
Now, the world has certainly changed in the last few years uh, with Facebook and Twitter and social media and websites and everything. Uh, do you enjoy, uh, you know, getting on social media and interacting with your fans? Is that a big part of your ministry? Yeah, um, social networking is really huge for me. Um, I I love getting on there, and my favorite thing to do is Instagram. <laughs> it's like the photo app um, because I can take pictures and. Um, show people where I'm at, what I'm doing. I love Twitter, too. I love being able to talk to people, you know, really quickly. It's not like big messages or anything. It's just like, hey, what's your favorite movie or whatever. <laughs> so I do like I like to ask lots of questions to everybody, and that's always fun. Um, and we're going to actually, pretty soon here, I'm going to do some, uh, like, Google Hangouts. I don't know if you know about Google Plus. And, yeah. And like, it's like Skype. I'm going to do some of that with some fans here. Um, pretty soon we're still planning the dates and whatever, but I'm really, really excited about that too. Well, you know, I love my Twitter myself and a bit of Facebook, a bit of Instagram as well. But what I'll do is I'll, I'll tweet you now. And uh, so it's Holy, Holy Star Music. So Holly Star with two R's, Holy Star Music. Uh, I'll tweet you now. And can you retweet the, that you chatted to Matt in Australia? Yes. Oh, I would love to do that. I would probably find you after we get off the phone anyway. That would be cool because I noticed you've got 8,000 followers. So, um, you know, you've got quite a following there on on Twitter. Now, being a young artist, do you have advice for other young artists? You know, like you're only 21. You've you've had this, you know, incredible uh, doors open for you recently. For other young artists that are listening, they think, you know, I'd love to be able to, you know, get a record deal or start touring or, you know, write some songs like Holly's done. What advice would you give to, to younger artists that might want to have a, have a go at it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I would say this to everybody who asks, and it just continues to be true in my heart. It's just, you know, wherever you are at right now um, in your life, just continue to be faithful um, in the place that God has you, whether that's serving at your church or doing open mic nights at cafes, or um, whether you're involved in a, a music ministry of sorts or whatever, just continue to serve where you're at, um, and just and and make sure you're 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 there in those moments. You know what I mean? So you're not like always thinking, oh, what what can I do next? What can I do? Like those are good things to think about, but just to make sure you're still planted where you are, um, and continue to invest where you are, and. And God seems to, like he did in my life, is like I was just leading worship and um, writing songs at home, and all of a sudden, like, I used the outlet that was available, you know, my space. But God was the one who opened the doors. You know, I wasn't trying to push anything open. It was like somebody, another artist told me um, when I was just starting that, you know, you know you're doing the right thing when you're not doing anything and twerking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you're, it's, yeah. So I just, I just encourage artists, you know, just do your thing, keep writing, keep, keep investing in your craft and your gifts that God has given you. Do that by all means, but make sure to stay um, planted where God has you um, until He shows you where you're supposed to go next. And and when you're supposed to go somewhere else, you'll 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 know for sure. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, Holly, you've obviously got a strong faith in Jesus, and uh, you, you mentioned about being in your youth group at a young age. Was there a, a moment of conversion for you when you were growing up? Um, there's definitely defining moments, I would call them, um, throughout my life where God revealed more of his character to me. Um, but I feel like there really honestly, when I look back, there was never a moment where it was like, oh, now I'm now I'm saved, you know what I mean? Um there's definitely been really strong points. When I was six years old, I saw a play 
Jackson depicted uh, Jesus Christ and his life and um, Satan and, and just uh, even just a sliver of what he's like and, and sin, and that really, like, stirred me up to ask questions and whatever for my, with my parents. And when I was um, in high school, I uh, went through an experience when I was a senior, and God just really opened my eyes to the Word of God in, in a way that was just like, hey, um, Paul, you're hanging out with me right now. <laughs> you know, it's not just you're coming here to read words and, and be filled with knowledge. It's like, no, this is literally God himself um, right in front of my eyes and created me. He knows me, and I want to spend time with him. So, like, the relationship, I feel like, has grown um, through these defining moments throughout my life more than anything. Well, it's such a good, um, you know, a good story you've got of how the Lord's opened these doors for you. you you've got a strong faith in Him. Uh, he's uh, certainly leading you in victory in every area of your life right now. It's so good to hear. Look, there might be people listening that have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, that have never really understood what it means to become a Christian. Would you share with our listeners what's the gospel and how do people respond to it? Yeah, uh, the gospel, man, there is this, like, fire in my chest to share that with people. Um, I just, I'm growing up and going to church and going to Christian school, the gospel became very, um, very intangible. I wasn't able to grasp it um, very much um, or very easily. And But as I grew up, it was like God began to show me my weaknesses and how even just, for example, the Leanne Rhymes experience, how, you know, His grace and who Christ is, is in fact saying, hey, I can make possible in your life what seems absolutely impossible. And and, and faith in, in believing in him is believing that he can't do that, you know. And so it's just, you know, and the cross is the most perfect example of that, and I think that's why we're supposed to go and share that story, is because the story says, I made a way where there was none. God made a way where there was no way possible for us to be in eternity with him and to have life. Um, but he stepped in our place and took on the death that we deserved on the cross and gave us his life in return. And I just, I can't even, the more I study that and the more I meditate on on the gospel and and how my life is found in Christ now because he died the death that I deserve for me, it's like, wow, uh, there is so much, credit that God is giving us that like we never worked for ourselves and so it's just it's amazing I, I'm, I'm so amazed at the hope that God has, has given us freely. Well we're talking with Holly Star, US singer-songwriter it's been so good to catch up with you today and if people want to find out more and maybe get in contact with you your website is hollystarmusic.com that's holly and then S-T-A-R-R music.com and uh, we'd love to have you down under in Australia sometime. God bless you. Thank you so much for your time, Holly. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.